0: Welcome to the Preston Minster Podcast. We want you to find your home, find your purpose and transform your city. It is great to be with you today. And as Hannah was saying, we're kicking off a new series which I'm super excited about. And we're calling it The Healthy Lifestyle and as we journey throughout the next eight weeks, and this will take us all the way up to Easter and uh, yeah, over the next eight weeks, and we'll look at different aspects of health, not just kind of physical, but health in its kind of broadest holistic sense uh, from a Christian perspective. So we will look at topics like have, having like good mental health, having good relational health. Having good, healthy habits. Having a good attitude towards our finances. Having a good, healthy attitude towards our body. And having a good healthy attitude towards rest. So just put your hand up if you feel like you're excited about the Healthy Lifestyle series. If there's something in there that you think, yeah, I'd like to know a little bit about rest. I'd like to know a little bit about um, uh, like being financially healthy, relationally healthy, good mental health, all that kind of stuff. My, my prayer is in this season, as Tim says, it's a season where life's just crazy And perhaps we're spending a bit more time thinking about how we can have health in these different aspects of our life. So my prayer is for you that you find it really, really helpful and just that like you become a healthier person because of the Healthy Lifestyle series. Because here's something I know about you. You are somebody who is interested in making yourself a better person than you are today. Okay, You are interested in the pursuit of becoming like more and more healthy and, and like better. Put your hand up if you feel like that, that is, is you. On the live stream, you can put your hand up with the emoji. If you feel like you're interested in becoming a better person. And I know that about you because we all have that sense within us that we can achieve something more. We can be something more. We can do something more. And that's within us, and it's a good and a healthy attitude to have. Some interesting figures and facts for you: 6.5 million people took part in Dry January. Half a million people took part in Veganuary. Anybody take part in Veganuary? Half a million? Is any of any? None of them. None of them are in the room. Are any of them online? Did any of you take part in Veganuary? There was half a million people apparently who took part in that. Online fitness, since lockdown, like online fitness classes, have increased 113%. Anybody sign up for an online fitness class? Anybody doing Joe Wicks or like some other thing, you know, like online, on YouTube, the free stuff? 113% increase. And a YouGov survey at the beginning of this year said that 7 out of 10 people were motivated to get like fitter and healthier in 2021 I think it's it's kind of universal to all of us maybe there's a few people who really don't care about being a better healthier person but I think for most of us we're really interested in that how do we become all that we can be and there's and, and that's a good and healthy attitude to have and the thing I want to say this morning about that is First of all, to affirm it, it is good and godly to want to become all you can be. Because God has made you in such a way that you have like depths of potential. And God wants you to discover that and God wants you to become all that you can be so that you can know him more and that you can be like salt and light and you can be his presence and his hands and feet in the world. The thing I want to talk about today, though, is a motivation swap, okay? A motivation swap when it comes to health. So we're going to be journeying for eight weeks. This week is really foundational. We're going to look at a motivation swap. That's what I want to talk to you about today. Here's the thing. It is possible to become mad healthy motivated by unhealthy things. Do you get that? It is possible to become super, super fit and healthy, to have the best diet, to have like awesome finances, but all motivated by really unhealthy things. So today, we're going to be thinking about that motivation swap. It's possible to feel so much shame about how you look that that can motivate you to, like, eat different or exercise more. But that's not a good motivation. It's possible to want to prove something to, like, an unapproving, uh, a disapproving parent or something. And, you know, to want to excel in life because you're trying to prove something to, like, you know, perhaps your parents or perhaps your friends and family or often, and I don't know if any of you resonate with this, how many times do we want to prove something to people we don't like? Anybody ever do that? Any honest people in church today? How many times do we want to prove stuff? You see it on social media and you think, oh, I really don't like that person. I'm going to be the best person I can be to prove to them how awesome I am and how bad they are. It's Maybe a simplification and maybe I'm a little bit more like extreme than you guys. But I think we do often get motivated to, like, be healthier, eat better, you know, exercise more, kind of do better in our career, do better in terms of our our finances. All aspects often motivated by really ugly and dark, like, motivations. So today we're going to think about the motivation swap that we need. Because the thing is, God wants us to live a life that honors him in every way. And our bodies are not kind of like an add-on or like an extra. and they, Like they don't matter. We, we are flesh and bone. Pinch yourself. Someone Somebody pinch, pinch themselves. Like you're, you're, you're a person. You exist. You're here today in person and online in bodily form. And God wants you to use your body and your life. In a healthy way that brings glory to him. Motivated by giving glory to him. Not motivated by proving something to your parents, friends or enemies. Or motivated by shame. So here we go. Today, three motivations. Are you ready for this? Come on. I'm feeling feeling the energy in the room. Are you ready for this? Woo. Awesome. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. First motivation for health, okay? You want to be a healthy person? Here is motivation number one. You're created in the image of God. I've not prepped the tech team for this, but can you pull up Genesis 1.27? It'll come up in a minute. But in Genesis 1.27, it says a foundational, a fa- foundational principle that God speaks over us today. And that And that verse says that we are created in the image of God. Male and female, created in the image of God. Okay, this is a motivation for being the best you can be. Why? Because you're created in the image of God. God made you in his likeness to resemble him. That's powerful. You know, like a child often resembles its parents... You too are made in the image of God and you resemble his likeness. We all get this principle. I mean, if I was to make a paper airplane and throw it and somebody stood on it, I'd be annoyed because they'd broken what I made. When we make something, we appreciate that it has like a value, a preciousness. And God takes that kind of idea and says I I have made you not only that but I have made you in my own image and that is where our value and our worth and our dignity come from and that's been the thing really that shaped our society over many generations particularly western society is shaped by the fact that humans are valued in the eyes of God and that's caused our society to really value the dignity of each and every person and to honor each and every person as a valued person because they're made in the image of God that's kind of getting detached from its Christian roots but that's where it comes from comes from Genesis 127 which says we're made in the image of God And I want to say to you that that is a motivation for health, okay? The fact that you are here pinching yourself because you're made in bodily form. You're a human uh, being with a heart beating in your chest. You're made in the image of God. That is a motivation for being the best you can be. The best version of you. And my challenge to you. I was thinking about how do we get this into our DNA? My challenge to you is this. Perhaps spend the next 30 days and and, and just observe the difference that this makes. 30 days because it takes 30 days to embed a habit. 30 days. Perhaps set a little reminder on your phone for the time you wake up if it's like, you know, 5 o'clock five o'clock and you're up early with the kids or whether it's like nine o'clock because uh, you know you're kind of working from home or or kind of 11 a.m. because you're a student or something like that Uh, you know whenever it is you wake up just set a little reminder on your phone that says made in the image of God and then say that out loud made in the image of God let's say out now out loud now actually say I am made in the image of God I am made in the image of God. Awesome. And just just say that every day when you wake up. And notice the difference that that makes for like motivating you to become the best you can be. Because it strikes me that that is so much better a motivation than kind of shame or trying to prove ourselves in any way. You are made in the image of God. That's the first foundational principle. Second foundational principle is this. The Holy Spirit lives within you. Okay, 2 Corinthians chapter 6. I memorized this when I became a Christian early on. And it's been a verse that I've come back to regular, uh, regularly. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Uh, the verse uh, is verse 19 and 20 for the tech team. Uh, And it says this, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God. You are not your own. Here's foundational motivation for health number two. The Holy Spirit lives within you. You've heard the phrase, your body is a temple. Well, that comes from the Bible, and it's a bit of a paraphrase because it's, the full version is your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, and I think that is such a motivation for health. When we lived uh, in London, I used to walk regularly past Buckingham Palace, I would catch the tube to Green Park and then walk to Victoria and that walk takes you past Buckingham Palace and you know if it was in the afternoon it'd be really busy there'd be loads of tourists it'd be really kind of like you know hectic and full-on but a lot of times I'd be walking past Buckingham Palace at like kind of uh, seven in the morning or eight in the morning um, on the way to work and it always was a special experience, even though I'd done it like hundreds of times. Every single time you walk past the palace, you're like, wow, that's where the queen lives. That's awesome. The sense of like awe and, and wonder at the place, particularly when the royal standard's are up, because you know that signifies the presence of the monarch. So you know that she is actually in there. And you're like, wow, that's it's cool. And in the Old Testament as well, like, They believed that the presence of God was in the temple in a physical building. So naturally people wanted to be there. They wanted to be near the temple. They wanted to be in the temple. They wanted to be close to the presence of God. And that's natural, isn't it? If we knew that the presence of God was like located in a specific location, we would all like want to be there. We'd all want to be close We'd all want to have rhythms and they called it pilgrimage back in the day when they would take a pilgrimage from wherever they lived towards a temple so that they could be close to the presence of God. And then this verse comes along uh, out, of, out of the New Testament and it says that the presence of God is no longer located in a temple. The presence of God is, is within us. Do you not know that your bodies and notice that, that's, that's your bodies, your physicality. Your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is, is God, God's presence with us. And if you're a believer in Jesus, the reality is God's presence is within your body. And the context that Paul is writing to is, is one that really dishonors the body, doesn't have a high view of the body at all. The context of this verse is uh, sort of in Corinthians, in sort of ancient um, Greek culture, uh, which really devalued the body. There was a kind of teaching, a philosophy uh, going around uh, called Gnosticism, which really said that the body was a negative thing and we should try to kind of almost escape it. A number of the early heresies in the, chur- in the early church um, were born out of Gnosticism. Because they tried to argue that Jesus could not be like born in bodily form. Because God could not inhabit a body. So they would kind of reject the idea that Jesus was like fully God. Or that God could inhabit a body because the body was negative and bad. And then again, Paul he writes into that context. And he says, no, no, not, not at all. The body is not bad. Don't you know that your bodies, they're a temple of the Holy Spirit. God lives within you. And again, foundation principle number two. You want to be healthy. You want to be whole. You want to be all that you can be. I know that about you. Well, you're made in the image of God and and your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. That's a motivation right there for being the best you can be. That's a motivation that you are made in the image of god and that your body is a temple of the holy spirit that's cool isn't it and then finally in the same verse it goes on 2 corinthians chapter 6 uh, 1 corinthians chapter 6 do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit who is in you whom you have received from god you are not your own and then the final bit says therefore honor god With your bodies. You were bought. And and there's a bit in there where it says you were bought at a price. There it is, verse 20. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And that, friends, is the final motivation. I'm I'm sure actually there are like a million motivations, good motivations for health. Here's the final one I want to share with you this morning. You were bought at a price. We don't have much information about Jesus' exercise regime. I think that would have been very helpful and very popular. We could market that big time, you know, the 30-day the Jesus plan. You know what I mean? People do the Daniel fast. Anybody heard of that or done the Daniel fast? It's kind of like... Uh, Daniel in the Old Testament, he kind of ate vegetables for a long period of time. That, that's such a paraphrase of the Daniel fast, which I'm sure is more elaborate and, and, and amazing than that. Um, but the Jesus, the Jesus lifestyle, uh, the Jesus exercise workout plan would have been really helpful. We don't have it, sadly. But we do know what Jesus did with his body. We know what he did. He walked around. Well, first of all, he inhabited a body, the presence of God. God fully, God fully man in a human body. And he ministered to people. He laid hands on people. He prayed for people. The blind received their sight back. The sick received their health back. Children were blessed with his words. He taught and he spoke truth. And he challenged and he rebuked those who were wrong and motivated by bad things and he spoke life and God's words over people. That's what he did with his body and ultimately, as you know, he laid down his life. His body was broken. He was spat upon. He was mocked and beaten. His arms were spread wide and nails were driven through his his hands. And his feet and a spear pierced his side. Jesus used his body in order to bring you to God. Jesus laid down his life bodily so that you could have that relationship with God. That is a motivation for being all that you can be. And as we journey on through this series, we'll see that our our bodies are living sacrifices. It says in the scriptures, therefore, as God's chosen people, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Here's the thing. We are bodily people. We all want to be the best version of ourselves we can be. And we can do that motivated not by unhealthy motivations but by healthy and godly motivations the fact that we're made in the image of God we are people who have the Holy Spirit living within us and people who were bought at a price friends I want to encourage you today to make that swap just in your minds, just be thinking about ways in which you know you are motivated, perhaps in an unhealthy way, and you can be actually motivated uh, to be all that you can be in, in a way that is motivated by godly principles. Thank you so much for listening to the Preston Minster podcast. We'll see you again soon.